eu aqui vendo Intergalactic beings of multi-dimensional realities. Welcome to Channeling. Why, hello, hello, hello. This is Gwen Juvenal with Guides in the Garden and Guides of the Way of All saying, Welcome to Channeling. Today we're going to meet some fabulous people and I'm going to make sure to provide the links below in my description so you can contact these awesome people and, you know, just bring even more vibrancy into your life. Let's check it out. I've got a great story to share with you from a very special place in Utah called Eden. Hello. I want to invite you into a beautiful world, my world, in June in Eden, Utah at Revival. The Revival I'm referring to is one organized through the Divine Assembly, which is a religious organization, and they believe that psilocybin, a mushroom, is sacrament. And it is a way to commune with the divine. My story about my connection with the divine assembly is another story. But now I'm inviting you to be with me the morning of the last day before I packed up my tent and other things and drove away. Come with me as I talk to a new friend, Julie Arundel. Julie and I had met the first morning after I arrived. There was a sunrise ceremony for the solstice. So at 6 a.m., I awoke and I joined a small group of people, about 10 dedicated people surrounding a beautiful fire pit. And we engaged in a beautiful ceremony. During that ceremony, we were allowed to each talk about what we were laying down and offering and what we were moving forward in, where we would be in three months and a year's time. And as we were there, I got to drum and sing for the first time in front of other beings outside of my family. And Julie spoke about how she was writing her book, My Yellow Door. I heard in her voice how the book was just waiting right there to be expressed through her. And we spoke together and developed a real connection of love. Pay attention to the magic that's here, the synergy the connections that can be so visible and apparent when energies, direction, and purpose come together 
and are supported. And you now are going to witness synergy, alignment, love, in motion, purpose channeled into life. I had had a beautiful, blissful night and woke in the morning wanting to walk along the river and pound on my drum and sing and continue to open my voice and feel into the beautiful things that had opened within me during the festival. You are now entering into this world with me as I sing and I walk back toward the camp. So beautiful here. I feel like I came here in part to open up my voice to unconstricted, I guess you could say. A fear of what I share maybe has is being released and a confidence in my ability to just let it flow. I'm being with this now and transmuting any sadness around misperceived words or ill intentions. What a beautiful gift this is. Like, amazing for me to be here, to be able to drum. Yeah, pretty amazing. I'm gonna go over here, I think, and sit and see what flows through me. I started singing a comfort song because there's a transforming that I've opened in my matrix of masculine and feminine and how they've related in my life and and this is a beautiful beautiful woman over here oh my gosh <laughs> Julie oh my god I, I can't awesome remember I'm gonna give you a hug and I have to say I'm recording <laughs> I'm recording for for my podcast so I just <laughs> whatever I'm doing so would you like me to stop for us to talk no okay no, so, yeah. So this is a beautiful woman who I met the morning I came out. It, this was the solstice, solstice sunrise. And um, first time in public, I played my drum and I sang. And I didn't know what was going to come from my mouth. And she was here with me. And it was, like, so amazing and special. And this amazing altar with a fire around it. It was so cool. 
Julie is going to write an amazing book. She is writing an amazing book called The Yellow Door. Shh, don't tell anyone, okay? It's a secret. You're the first to know, okay? <laughs> Thank Do you, you want to say something about The door, Yellow Door? <laughs> the pressure it's, is on. <laughs> um, I'm having a moment where you're like on a roller coaster and um your body is really up high but your stomach is still a bit on the ground moment <laughs> oh gosh Ooh, is there need a little breath going on here <laughs> needed yes so this is um there there were just so many years to to even be able to voice that I was writing a book let alone to um sit in a beautiful ceremony with strangers and and voice that like in some ways that's felt like a lifetime just to get to that moment yeah so it's tender to just um I can hear it in your voice I'm like I want the microphone right up to your voice because it's so tender to you yeah it's so like this is from your heart I can see it like it touches deep yeah I am um, we were actually in southern Utah last weekend and uh, a friend of mine by the name of Jen Kay uh, did an aerobrake ceremony following uh, this beautiful weekend. An aerobrake? An aerobrake ceremony. I haven't heard of that. I'll have to show you. In my car, I have the arrow. Mm -hmm. So what she does is you write. Um, well, first she had us use our non-dominant hand, and we were drawing. And I have a beautiful experience. I'll have to show you okay. um, what happened with regard to that. What I drew 90 minutes later... We were led to this beautiful site, and what I had drawn, I was now seeing, and I had to sit down. Wow! Yeah. Um, because it was, it was just that instant, and so I thought, oh wow, I need to be very mindful of what I am choosing to draw and what comes out of me, because that was so instantaneous. The exact thing that I had drawn, I had seen at on this property. Wow. Um, but we wrote um, anything we wanted to on this arrow that was some sort of limitation or block um, or impediment to us moving forward in some way. And she positions the arrow at your throat. Mm. And we um, you repeat what's on the arrow and then you repeat what... Uh, your intention is, your affirmation, your declaration, and you walk into the arrow. Oh, wow. How powerful. Yeah. You walk into the you arrow. Walk into the arrow. So mm -hmm. I had written three things on my arrow, and as I stepped forward into the arrow, declaring what it is that I wanted, those three things that I had written, the arrow broke perfectly right around them in those three places. Mm -hmm. And these beautiful women that were there just threw their arms around me and and uh, I just had a really beautiful release I just cried and, and wow. one of the things was this fear around using my voice in a variety of different ways whether it was speaking or writing or but to just step into that and it was so interesting to step forward into that and watch it break in those three places oh my god that's so beautiful so yeah not you do have a voice. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So to have this weekend follow that. Mm -hmm. So here's this beautiful 
And I have to tell you. May I tell you another quick tell, story? Tell me. I want to tell. Do so you want to sit down? Yeah. Down. We're going to sit down in this luscious couch here. <laughs> so my spouse and I got engaged. Are you familiar with Trevor Hall? The artist Trevor Hall. I know that name, but it's like it's not sinking. Like it's not connecting. So we'll have to overlay like some Trevor Hall music because yes. it's just there we stunning. Go. There we go. It's just Trevor stunning. Hall. This is to you. <laughs> Well, he came to Utah in November, and my spouse had, one, never been to a concert. Mm -hmm. uh, this person is on level 44, so the fact that they had never been to a concert was just mind-blowing to me. I, my, thankfully, my mother had taken me to a concert when I was quite young, and it's just been magical experiences. Mm. And so, um, but at this concert, Ryan proposed to me. Oh my gosh. That was in November. And so on the solstice on Wednesday, we went to, Trevor Hall came back. He was here in Utah and we went to the concert. And so we said, babe, let's make a sign. So we wrote on his side. <laughs> and we said, Trevor, we got engaged at your last show in Utah. Mm -hmm. And we got married 34 days ago photo op please oh my gosh <laughs> yes and, and my twin daughters i have identical twin daughters that are nine and this was their first concert mm -hmm. now ryan has been to a couple since then um, but that was my twins first concert and our oldest daughter came and she looked at our sign and went he is not gonna pay attention to your <laughs> sign and Ryan very quickly said positivity <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. positivity and so midway through the concert, he's he's talking to the crowd, and, and it's this perfect moment where we hold up our sign, and he's reading it, and it was in three posters, and so he reads, we got engaged at your last concert here in Utah, we got married 34, 34 days ago, and he kind of gets the crowd, 30, you got married 34 days ago, photo, oh, photo op. Well, I guess since I got to that part of the sign, <laughs> you better come up on stage. And I about dropped the sign. <laughs> and the crowd parts, like the Red Sea. I mean, I wasn't there, but I've read about it in a book once yeah. upon a time. <laughs> Maybe you were in another Maybe, life. There we go. Yes. <laughs> so the crowd parts, I'm still trying. It was a little bit like when you approached me this morning and um, my body felt quite high, but my stomach was left on the ground. And we walk through the crowd and he invites us up on stage. And here my nine-year-old daughters are getting to look out at all of these people on summer solstice. Oh my gosh, and, beautiful. And our oldest daughter was scared. She, um, yeah. So even being in crowds, it was she was really, really kind of loving on herself to be able to get up on that stage, to yeah. hop the barrier and- <laughs> Talk about a lot of sensory input. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And so he embraced us and his beautiful team took a picture. So we have this incredible experience on summer solstice that just followed that arrow break. And now um, following that Thursday morning, we have that sunrise ceremony to mm -hmm. honor solstice where I met you. And I have to look around in a way that I'm looking at the beautiful scenery I'm a little bit in awe of my life, but also it was not an easy road to get here. Yeah. That um, 
a friend coined the phrase brutiful. <laughs> I love that. That's right. the first time I heard it. Brutiful. Brutiful. Because you gotta you're in it. Like you're mm-hmm. in it. And it's brutal and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> so it's been that's how my experience has been with my spouse. We we have seven children. Um Wow. And our family together that we've brought together and uh yeah, like even that in and of itself, a microcosm of that journey has been a beautiful experience as yeah. we integrate our families and integrate parts of us um, that were hurt or harmed in previous relationships. And as we delicately mm. um, find our way into safety and love in these current moments, it's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I like how you talk, like, find your way into, you know, it's like, I, I in a way, have really, in the last several years, it's like really finding what true nourishment is, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's like there's, there's a quality. Um, it's not like I can sit down and make a list. You know, and say, this is what that looks like. But it's a quality that shows up. A quality of tenderness, a quality of presence, a quality of of understanding. Like, this is a path. And we get to, like, be with each other in it. You know? Yeah. I, I absolutely do. I've been working with a mentor. Stacy Claxton. Stacy, okay. And... She has this delightful ability to just. How do I describe you? It, it's you just say, being witness. Yeah, yeah, you say her name, and I feel this energy. And this energy is like this. Um, it's like this kinetic presence. Mm-hmm. It's like on. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like to me. Like she's on. Very much. But in everywhere, in in the most thorough loving, delicate way possible. Have you ever been in the hospital and you know those white blankets that they heat up and they they put them on you, they're warm? I'd never been. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been like maybe once or something, but yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> These blankets that there's um, a little bit of a density to them, they're a little bit heavy mm-hmm. and they will warm them up and so when they bring them to you and put these blankets on you they're just warm and mm. and there's something about the material and they're kind of an off-white color typically and you just snuggle down into them and it just it's you're allowing yourself to be cared for yeah and so working with stacy feels very much like that to me oh wow and yeah we were going through an exercise at one point. She does a lot of tapping or EFT. Yeah. She's a practitioner. She has Ayurvedic background as well. And as I was sharing some event, she said, let's tap on that. We were going into different parts of my history. Mm-hmm. And there were uh, different parts of me on the timeline of my existence in this container that I'm in right now that just needed to be witnessed and noticed. So we went to them, and as I'm sharing different experiences and tapping, just literally tapping into these experiences and being guided through those and um, right and wrong, as I had understood it as 
want to say it was like nine months to two years. I don't recall quite, quite where my age Mm -hmm. in this particular session, but it was a very binary understanding as as a young child. It was very much right and wrong. Mm -hmm. I think it was nine months because it was very black and white. And if I remember correctly, um, young children, they only see black and white developmentally. Yeah. So I think I was a part of our development. Yeah trying to understand the world yes Mm -hmm. and um and I remember just being really frustrated like what the fuck did I sign up for yeah oh yeah (laughs) like this this is what I came to like I don't feel like the rest of you are upholding your part of things because (laughs) yeah I thought this was gonna be okay but (laughs) it doesn't feel okay okay We need to have a chat. We need to regroup. Exactly. We need to, because this feels... This is not fun, okay? Yes. It's <laughs> not what I signed up for. And uh, and we started to play this, this idea of right and wrong. And yeah. Rather than R-I-G-H-T, it became W-R-I-T-E. And oh, interesting. To write like a pen. Uh-huh. And, and write the wrongs of things within my timeline. Gotcha. And according to the understanding of that beautiful little nine-month-old, and to integrate certain experiences, and to witness that nine-month-old, and to hear, say, yeah, you're right. This is not, not okay. Mm-hmm. And yet we will witness this. Yeah. And we will love you. And we will allow for the space that you need to experience life in the way that you need to as a nine-month-old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And later sessions. Here's one where uh, my 15-year-old um, came out. And it was very much an experience of you know, kind of this teenage angsty kind of energy. And <laughs> every time I would set a goal for myself, I felt very much like I was self-sabotaging. You know, for example, my body is really telling me, okay, more vegetables, maybe perhaps less donuts. <laughs> and this little teenage angsty energy would be like, oh, cute. You, you think you're going to be an authority figure for us? Um, fingers up, middle fingers. <laughs> I'll show you how this is going to work. Yeah. Just this very... I'm the one in charge here. Yes, very right. defiant. Like, no one consulted me. So that's cute that you think you're going to put yourself in charge of us, you know. <laughs> very just defiant energy. Mm-hmm. And as we sat in a process very similar, we do some tapping. I was like, this 15-year-old had so much to say. Yet mm. everyone was discounting her because of her age. Yeah. And she had so much wisdom to share. And yet she had been othered and dismissed as angsty. Yeah. That her emotions were somehow not acceptable because they weren't packaged into something that was palatable for the people who were observing. And people thought, oh, now they've matured. So now I can listen to Mm -hmm. them. So they were very much, she was very much othered. And when I thought and gave space, and this beautiful Stacy Claxton is walking through this exercise. It was, 
I was able to embrace this 15 year old and welcome in her wisdom and one of the challenges with this beautiful experience of blending families and seven children and working and laundry and, and writing this book and how do you make it all happen and not burn yourself out like I feel like FedEx doesn't have anything on the logistics of what we have to do with our family in any given hilarious there's so many there's many many little bodies and they have to be in different places there are oh my gosh and I only had four and yeah I cannot fathom and this isn't like a little Tamagotchi where like yeah. you know like you, you can't mess up you have to feed them <laughs> yeah and yourself you can't like say I'm gonna like escape for a week yeah. and I'll be back to like except I guess that's what we did while we're here <laughs> Yeah, they have food. Yes, and, yes, you know. they're, they're cared for. Yes, yeah, we didn't leave them at home with a bowl like we do with like yeah. a cat. <laughs> so it's just been this beautiful 15 year old brought me this wisdom. Like, I absolutely adore rainbows. Like, I've organized oh my, my, my closet that way for years. My clothes were in rainbow order, or you'd yeah. open my drawer and the underwear or the socks or whatever it was was in rainbow order. It's just a very efficient way to organize. And then there's actually some people I think called the home edit if I remember correctly and they organized that way and I was like yes you get it like it's just makes so much sense <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's the fruits and vegetables or the books on the shelf like you just put it in rainbow order and everything is organized and the world makes sense and this 15 year old brought this beautiful wisdom yeah and I was trying to figure out how to meal prep which is not my my spouse is amazing at cooking and can magically walk into a store and buy items and assemble them and it's amazing mm -hmm. and I can barely feed myself <laughs> so this I, is a stretch for you yes 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 so it was like this 15 year old walked in and and Stacy says well there's seven days of the week and there's those Roy G Biv there's those seven colors and I went oh, I can color code my week and we've already color-coded our children. We have this big calendar on the wall, and I gave them all. Like, I got a color on these, too. Yes. 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 So I come from a family of nine. And yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Color code. Yes. yes. For identification. So, yes. It makes so much sense. So I look at the calendar, and it's very easy to identify who has what and, and <laughs> the neural pathways we have to create to get this child to where they need to go. And so, and then it was like, all of these ideas started flooding in. I can color code my meal prep. Like Mondays can be red. And I like, so the meal coming together around that, I could just focus on whatever fruits and vegetables were red and mm -hmm. have, and then it aligned with the chakras and the root chakra and, and the attention that I could give to me in the wow. way that I do my self care. And this beautiful 15 year old in this simplistic wisdom was like, yeah, we just, just That's like you've always so done. beautiful because like what I'm hearing is I mean really it's not it's not using red in kind of a separate kind of a way it's actually tying how red really is in our lives like mm -hmm. our root chakra mm -hmm. how it shows up and and so it's it's a very connective practice yes and working with Stacy she has given me languaging of 
One of the things that's been so important for me is just finding this authentic self. I have absolutely dismembered myself to fit into boxes and to fit into the small ideas and expectations of what others may have or organizations may have for me. And as I have one by one let go of those things that were quite harmful and started to remember me Mm, yeah it's been this process of becoming a fully prismatic human and we got to play with this kaleidoscope effect of me oh so beautiful this freak i know where right i love this you say prism i'm like ding 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 yeah (laughs) i mean like Hello, all you fancy listeners. I'm interrupting this podcast to remind you of the many ways that you can show your support. The first way is that whenever I post, you can listen and then write a review or send a link to your friend saying how amazing this podcast is. The second way to show your support is you can monetarily show your support by subscribing or donating. Subscribers get beautiful benefits like special episodes, live event links, and specials on my services. For instance, this month and in through August, you will be getting a huge discount on any Akashic reading for whatever way you choose to show your support. I say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now back to your awesome episode. And we're entering into her camp and there are flags with the rainbows on them oh, all over, over the place. To, yes. Um, Even our tent, like it's just, it's kind of like a rainbow yes. throw up on a camp. It really is. Like <laughs> rainbow <laughs> throw up on a camp. Boom. And the first color is yellow. That's what I'm getting from this. The first color is yellow. And guess what my favorite color is? Is it really? Yellow. Oh, mine too. <laughs> Since I was young so oh my gosh okay this is beautiful I can feel like my heart I'm listening to you learning how to step in as my authentic self and allowing myself to do so and like how beautiful and large I really am yeah how beautiful and large like which is a little bit of one of those ass clenching moments where you (laughs) you, Your feet are on the ground. You feel quite high, but your stomach is something. You're looking down for your stomach. Like, where did I last leave you? Where did you go? I think you came through my bum somewhere. (laughs) I lost you. I lost you. I feel like I lost something. Hang on tight. (laughs) Some kind of... I haven't heard it expressed that way, and I love it. I did not coin that either, but when somebody said that, my ass related. I've had an ass-lashing moments before. (laughs) So, oh my gosh so, I'm so glad that I've claimed my life to be not mm. ordinary and that has been a true journey so like a true journey and it's like no I create my fucking life mm-hmm. and this is how it gets to be yeah. okay I, I, I get to own what my life is and I get to embrace the advantages that it gives me and so I, I think I'm starting to learn how to do that a little bit more absolutely it's it's definitely this is what sovereignty embodied feels like mm-hmm. and I quit my corporate job in February and to do the work that I was really doing on the side to do that full time 
and um, my spouse and I are integration coaches, take all of these experiences and weave them together in such a way that they're digestible. Yeah. And, and you can begin to assimilate like the nutrients of your life. I love how you put that. Because, uh, you know, I think my guides talk about this. My guides talk about this. <laughs> Don't you love the team? <laughs> my guides talk about this. And even in the book, Our New Story, yes, which I gave you, yes. and which I hope you read. And like, it's undeniable why we connected. I'm just like, fuck, yeah, okay. <laughs> this, this, this is cool. And like how I wandered from my hike and I was like, I'm going over there. And I saw you and I'm like, that's the oh, moment I rolled out. I'm approaching. <laughs> um, because they talk about the mechanisms of our our body soul and our mind in life often is geared it's you know set up in a certain way mm -hmm. right and all of the knowledge can be right here and present mm -hmm. but part of especially what's happening with these kinds of journeys that people experience mm -hmm. ketamine and other things mm -hmm. is that it, it's loosening that mechanism in a way and opening it in a way so that your receptivity can shift and open yep. in a new way. And that's a part of, I think, the beauty of it is all of these mechanisms are happening at once and support each other. Mm -hmm. They support each other and they're interwoven mm -hmm. within the quality of who we are. Much like the, the different um, aspects of the body, whether it's your endocrine system or your skeletal system mm -hmm. or your digestive system, you, are, you have all of these things. Uh, and then, and that nervous system, you're, but they're all overlapping interdependent That's systems. Right, you and are so right. I love how you express that. You know, and it really is in harmonizing and balancing yeah. and finding those notes that do harmonize. That was one thing that was so important to me when I left. Uh, at working with what we call her 15 was how do I harmonize? I will not take the the components, the roles. Uh, the responsibilities that I've chosen for my life in my sovereign state, I will not have them compete with one another. Yeah. So how do I harmonize those? And that yeah. was really what was on my heart. And 15's like, here's the rainbow. And I was like, well, sweet, that was easy. Like, what else can we rainbow? Like, <laughs> between this the meal prep so cool. to, to the self-support to the... Um, it is harmony. Harmony is such mm -hmm. a freaking cool word, harmonize. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a word that's actually come through too. Like, yeah. This is so amazing. I'm just I'm just seeing all this, and I'm like, what? Yep. Um, I'm actually. Hi, Julie. Hello, Hi, beautiful. Hello. Yes, and I'm like, okay, Krista. Krista, that's that's what it is. I'm like, no, that wasn't it, Krista. I'm recording. I'm recording for my podcast, so you may be in it. Okay. I will cut you out if you say okay. no. Okay. <laughs> Let me give you a hug. Another beautiful soul that was in a, a play class with us. Um, as you can see, revival is a delightful experience for everyone. So, Kulbatar. And yeah, I'm just, uh, oh, yeah. Wanted to say hi. Okay. I'm just all I'm I'm so funny. I get hyper <laughs> energy, new energy. We're talking about some beautiful things. She's writing a book called The Yellow Door. My yellow door. My yellow door. Okay. So say at least something. One pearl of wisdom. Okay. <laughs> Quick, find your stomach. <laughs> Quick, find your stomach. 
Um, a pearl of wisdom. I would just say, um, so the reason I chose this title, it took me years to kind of come to this, but when um, I married the second time, uh, I didn't want a traditional arch or something like this. I found this beautiful old door I purchased and mm -hmm. I decided to paint it yellow, my favorite color, just like yours. Mm -hmm. and I replaced the hardware on it. And actually, now that I recall, the handle to the doorknob that I chose was, it looked like a beveled diamond and it was this clear. So it would have, mm -hmm. it had a, been in the sun, it would have had that beautiful prismatic um, display, light display as you turn this door. And um, so this was the door that served as the backdrop when I got married to my twins' dad. And what I thought that relationship was going to be and what I thought it was, I really thought I was living my bliss. And ironically, that was not a door I could walk through. <laughs> it was one that we had um, placed on a stand just to serve as this backdrop, but it was one where we took so many family pictures and were making blowfish on the glass pane, um, you know, uh, when we were, so we have some really beautiful wedding pictures and just fun. We just played. Um, but that relationship was not the last eternal relationship that I thought it was going to be. And that yellow door that at that time I couldn't even walk through because I had affixed it to a stand really became a metaphor for what I had to walk through yeah. at that particular part of my life, not only from the natural birth of my twins that came uh, a couple years later after we married um, and the experiences that unfolded when they were five months old and where that took me and the places that took me, including um, some hospital stays that were quite vulnerable and uh, walking through that yellow door was a brutal experience brutal. and um, and not what I had anticipated I thought this yellow door was going to be the bliss that I had not experienced to that point and for a time it was and I had to go through quite the grieving process to let go Mm. of all of the hopes and the dreams that I had for that relationship and the, and the experiences that I had dreamed into place and in exchange for what that relationship became. And it was through a very, I don't even know if I can say brutal process, even now, it's still pretty raw. And writing this book is a is another way of reclaiming my authenticity and reclaiming my colors, reclaiming my yellow blissful joy, which is the path that I have walked. Um, not that it's an end all be all, um, but to be in the beautiful supportive relationship that I have now with my spouse and I vowed I was never going to get married again but isn't it fun when you make absolute plans <laughs> and the universe is like oh you're so cute you I think know. you know it's like me I was walking this morning I'm like I'm so fucking glad I'm single and I'm like uh oh watch what's gonna happen <laughs> Ryan came in fucked up all my plans I had very specific 
Um, I had a very specific, very, very specific 10-year plan, and it did not include <laughs> another person. <laughs> and they came in, and oh, wow, wow. They continued to fuck it up in all of the most beautiful ways. <laughs> so finding your yellow door, finding that that beautiful center of joy mm. where you are so fully expressive of who you are and just like this like beautiful yellow flag talks about with our solar the plexus socket yes. that my will and my divine will are one yes. I am connected to the abundant flow of the universe and easily manifest my dreams yes it's it's walking through that door, the trusting that and and really embracing the experience of what that looks like because it did not feel like um, dancing on sunshine at times. Yeah. But just like we stood in that circle to honor solstice on Thursday morning, that sunrise ceremony, and Blake started to sing, Here Comes the Sun. Mm-hmm. And your beautiful voice and the voice of the others, when they started to sing the lyrics to that song, it nearly took me to the ground. It's been a long, long, lonely winter, little darling. It seems like years since it's been here. But here comes the sun, do-do-do-do. Here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. I love that song. That freaking song has like lived with me all my life. I'm just, I love that song. I want to give Julia. Julie's broke it down. We have witnesses here. Oh, that song. Yeah. When you feel that long, cold night, those winters of your life, and that sun breaks through. And you have that moment of here comes the sun. Mm. And that's the beautiful door that you get to awaken to. That's my yellow door. Mm. And so to join in these beautiful synergistic what the fuck moments (laughs) in meeting people and aligning with, with that, it is just humbling mm. and it makes my face leak <laughs> my face has been leaking yeah. like for a few days <laughs> a lot so do you notice the color of the notebook <laughs> it is yellow oh my god so i have um oh my god no i yeah. have to tell you so i yeah? have this notebook it's a larger size it is that exact notebook oh, that chrissy has that yes and the down moleskin. yes the moleskin exactly and so the, do you have dots on yours is it the dotted it's one or is it mine so mine has dots it was a dot journal i love those I and love down the spine of my yellow moleskin i wrote my yellow door oh and wow during my first group journey And I have a little sticker on the front of mine that says my yellow door Mm. and the insights and the beautiful things from my medicinal journey are housed when I sat in sacred ceremony with others and and allowed um, for just divine facilitation to really beautiful healing. My yellow door was with me.
<laughs> and it was a reminder to continue to write that. I'm feeling my idea of meaning enter me in a different way right now. And it's so cool. It feels the process. Like a rainbow spinal infusion to me. Like yeah. it just where you it's get so to cool. feel all of these colors just come through your spine and then you get to become that fully prismatic human. And then mm -hmm. it's just fun because then that prismatic and that kaleidoscope of you as you're turning cartwheels <laughs> in the sun that just came up over the mountain is catching that beautiful essence of you and you are interplaying with the rainbows of each other and yourself. And it does, it feels like this just magical alignment. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Welcome to Channeling. I would love to hear your questions about channeling. Please contact me at gwenjuvenal.com. Hit the contact button and send me a note, and maybe I'll be answering your questions soon. Till the next episode of Welcome to Channeling. Own your stage and play on. Hot Muffin Media. Did you know that I do soul play at least twice a week on my Discord server? If you want to come join and have some quirky, crazy, amazing soul play times, just go to my website, GwenJuvenal.com, and click on the little deck that says Come Play. There will be a little application, and then you'll be able to join us in an awesome playtime on my Discord server.